March is here, and it would be madness to miss the awesome, cozy winter weekend special at the Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach. Enjoy a two-night stay, room service dessert, and more. Experience the serenity of the winter ocean from the warmth of your oceanfront suite. You don't have to go far away to get away from it all. Visit BoardwalkPlaza.com and book your winter getaway today. And let's not forget amazing dining at Victoria's Restaurant. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week, all year long. Reservations are not necessary, but always welcome. Call 800-33-BEACH or reserve at opentable.com. Thanks to the Boardwalk Plaza for being the Bridge Podcast Network sponsor. Hey, welcome to the Why Do Christians podcast. I'm Mark Dickey. And I'm Bert Miller. And today we are talking about why do Christians fast? Hey, welcome to this episode. My name's Mark Dickey. I'm glad to be with you. I am with the one and only... Bert Miller. Bert, I'm so glad that we're doing this together. Bert is the lead pastor at Solid Ground Church. You know a lot about who God is. and wow. <laughs> thank, thank you. That's, man, there is not a greater compliment you could receive in life than that right there. You know yeah. a lot about who God yeah. is. <laughs> No, but I think it's really cool that we get to sit down together yeah. today and just answer a simple question about why on earth do Christians fast? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like God created the world and he filled it with food mm-hmm. and that food is for us to eat. And all of a sudden we're like, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> I, I, I affirm and say yes and amen to everything you just said there, that the earth is full of food and we and it's delicious and and i would just like to say first of all thank you mark thaddeus dickey for allowing me to get to to talk with you uh, about this man because yeah it's 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 you know it's the crazy thing too like we, we say fast and it's one of those things where i mean there's all kinds of different reasons for it and I'll, I'll just say it like fasting is my least favorite spiritual discipline hmm. um i hate it um and and it's one of those things where like you know I mean, the idea of spiritual disciplines, that's, that's really like, it's coined by Richard Foster in his book, Celebration of Disciplines. That, that's kind of like the big thing that in terms of like being spiritual practices. Like, But if it's about like prayer, man, I, I love to pray. Read the Bible, let's go. Worship, mm-hmm. awesome. Don't eat bacon, I begin to wince a little bit. So so yeah, I think I think it's a great uh, question. Don't to eat talk about. bacon? No, don't eat bacon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> man, that would, I, that, that's a ministry I could get behind. Donate bacon. Like we're donating bacon. Yeah. I would like to receive the donation yes, of bacon. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I've only ever really fasted once in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was with a, I was in an internship. It was a Christian internship. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did this thing called the Daniel fast. Okay. And uh, it was pretty hardcore, but I, I think they were just trying to introduce us to the concept of fasting. Yeah. Like, um, what, what would you say? like fasting is just, just plain and simple. Yeah. Well, I think if we're going to answer that, one of the things we have to do is we have to absolutely clarify what fasting isn't. Um, fasting is not sort of prayer superpower that twists God's arm, right? So fasting is normally you're not eating food and it's con- in conjunction with prayer. And sometimes um, what's easy for us to think is that, okay, if I fast, it's going to be sort of extra. This is going to make God hear me. Mm. Right. Um, and I think it's important to remember that listen, the God of the Bible, you can't make him do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of us who are in Christ, the Bible is abundantly clear that listen, we have as much favor with God 
as anyone can possibly have because we've been given the standing of Christ. So this isn't a thing of if I'm just extra spiritual, God will do something for me because no, like, there's nothing held back from me because of what Jesus has done for me. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, actually, Scripture would would speak to the contrary. Like, there's, dude, man, there's this great story in Isaiah 58 where the people of Israel they decide they're going to fast for a day. Like as a nation, they're going to fast for a day and they're going to ask God for deliverance from their oppressors, like justice, this whole thing. And so they do it, and nothing happens. And so uh, they're like, "What's going on?" They're getting mad at God, and and God speaks through Isaiah, and he's basically like, "Guys." I'm not going to do it because you're 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 asking for deliverance from your oppressors, but you're oppressing each other. Mm. And so, and so, I just think it's important to remember that like no spiritual practice is going to be about making God do something. Fasting is not about moving God; it's about moving us. Mm. Um, it, it's about changing uh, maybe where we're standing, our posture. And so, you know, if, if we're looking at sort of like a uh, some generic definitions. I love it. Um, Richard Foster, who I referenced earlier, he, he said this thing. He said, fasting is the voluntary denial of a normal function for the sake of intense spiritual activity. Hmm. That, that's the heart behind it. It's about connection with God so to allow me to see something or express a posture of heart um, in a very specific way. So I, I think a lot of people, I say that because this is my experience, um, think that they can not necessarily twist God's arm, but it's like, God, look at how I'm denying myself yeah. this. Like, yeah. And not just in food, but I think that happens in a lot of ways. For sure. Well, and, and I mean, th- this is just something, I, I don't mean to sound bleak, but I think sometimes a lot of us have a hard time with the resting in the gospel. In other words, like if the gospel is, I've earned nothing from God, Jesus Christ has given everything for me, well, that means I can't earn anything. Mm-hmm. And most of us, we don't want charity. We don't want uh, to you know, be given something that we haven't worked hard for or what have you. And so, and so if I can just do this thing, well, of course, God, we, we, we essentially, without realizing it, we want a transactional relationship with God. Yeah. And so you really think about it. Like, because, okay, yeah, I'm doing these good things, but if it's transactional, man, what about all the bad things that I do as well? Well, I don't mm-hmm. want him to, to reward me for those. And the good news is in the gospel is that, no, like, it all rests on Christ. It doesn't rest on you whatsoever, which is why I would just say, like, listen, when it comes down to fasting, um, the goal is for you to see. It's not for God to see. Huh. Or, the, or uh, the, the goal is for you to be moved um, because God's posture towards you doesn't change. I'm not saying that, that he's not stirred emotionally by what we do. I think God absolutely loves uh, displays of affection from us, what, what parent wouldn't. But one of the one of the faults that we could fall into was is the belief that okay, you know, almost like if I could just sort of go Christian Super Saiyan, like if I just you know, you know what I'm saying, like if I could just, if I could sort of like amp it up and just charge up my my spiritualness, and that that's not biblical Christianity. Biblical oh. Christianity is you rest on Christ. Super Saiyan, by the way, <laughs> sorry, is a '90s reference to the show Dragon Ball Z, where a guy would scream for about three episodes going ha yeah, that's, that's, that's right yes. and then he would gain his superpowers and his hair color would change his hair color would change <laughs> that's right yeah yeah <laughs> i like to think that if i could go see, if i could go super saiyan maybe i'd like because i'm 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 a balder fellow uh that my hair would spring back out of my head um and if it was blonde that'd be fine it'd be okay yeah no your beard would get longer <laughs> that's fair that's fair <laughs> i wonder if that ever happened in dragon ball z i don't even think he grew facial hair none of them did, did, did they huh 
that's something if you know you should write into the show <laughs> podcast at we are the bridge.org okay there you go there you go yeah <laughs> no but i i want to say when i was before i was even a christian um like i i went to church growing up mm-hmm. but i remember very vividly um i wanted some of my stuffed animals to come to life as did a, you fast for as that as a kid i did not fast okay but i remember even before i like had an understanding of who god is I remember praying and asking God, like, I will do this tomorrow if yeah. you will make this stuff, if you right. will make this stuffed animal come to life. Right. And so just thinking about how natural it is to humanity yeah. to want to earn things from God. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, as we talk about it resting on Christ, one, one thing I would say, though, is that doesn't mean that there's not value in spiritual practices, mm-hmm. right? It's just that the heart behind them shifts because it's not about earning God's approval. It's about an expression of love for the God who has already approved. Hmm. So like, for instance, if we're talking about like biblical reasons for fasting, there, there's, there's, you know, the question of, of the week is why do Christians fast? And the answer is, that really depends. It, <laughs> like it, it, it depends on what you're doing. So for instance, maybe um, fasting for you is a way to express and grow and experience humility. Right. So, um, the reason I say that is like there are a couple passages. For instance, uh, I'm thinking like of Psalm 35:13, where uh, the psalmist writes, uh, "Yet when they were ill, I put on sackcloth and humbled myself with fasting." Um, and the reason that that fasting does that is because when we when we fast, essentially what we're doing is we're confessing a dependence on God. That we're saying, "All right, listen, He's been our provider for food," um, and fasting allows us to see in a very very small way what life would be like without God. And so we're going, all right, listen, I, I need you in everything that I do. Forgive me for be, being prideful. Forgive me for trying to be self-sustaining. Um, who and what I need is you. You are ultimately the one who takes care of me. And so in that way, fasting can humble us. And, that, and that's, again, that's a good thing. Um, so, you know, the same way, like, um, fasting can also, it can be an expression of trust in God. Like, you know, we, we, probably the most famous story of fasting in the Bible is in, in Luke 4. I mean, it's in the other uh Gospels in some form, but Luke four, Jesus goes into the wilderness, right? And he's mm-hmm. fast here. He fasts for forty days, forty nights. He's tempted by um, Satan, and uh, th- there's an interesting detail, like like why does he do that? And some people, what they, I think they've wrongfully concluded. And I've known guys who meant really well who be like, listen. So what this means is, before man, brother, before you go into ministry, you need to do a forty day fast so that you can hear God. And I, I don't know a single pastor who's actually lived that through. Uh, I'm sure they exist. I just don't know. <laughs> um, but that, but I think it's a misinterpretation of that passage because the, the detail there in that story is Jesus was in the wilderness forty days and forty nights. Wilderness forty. That's meant to remind us of the Exodus with the Israelites who are in the wilderness and in their hunger they are not faithful to God. And so Jesus, like what what Jesus being in the wilderness there with the forty uh, is is showing us this isn't where others have failed and every sort of hopeful person who's going to partner with God in the Old Testament to bring redemption, every single one of them fails. Jesus doesn't. And he's literally, he's tempted by Satan himself in the wow. in the spot where every, like where, you know, Israel's, some of their greatest failures have taken place, but Jesus is the true Israel. And so he will be faithful in that space there. And so, and so there's this, uh, there's this discipline to fasting where I'm going to be obedient here, even though I don't want to be, even though, yeah, it would be so much better to have that cheeseburger or, or, or whatever, right? It, it's, um, it's this idea of I will be faithful to God. Um, there's a guy named William uh, Secker who said this. He said, by fasting, the body learns to obey the soul. 
Um, and I love that idea. That's exactly mm. right. <laughs> hey, Mark, do you like commercials? I do. Don't we all? Wouldn't it be great if we had a sponsor for this podcast? Mark, nothing would make me happier. Well, you could sponsor this podcast by contacting us at podcast at wearethebridge.org. You could be a hot dog stand. A, a cheese grater company. You could sell furniture. Or Wi-Fi. <laughs> Contact us at podcast at wearethebridge.org. I, I think that's it. I think we got it. So you mentioned cheeseburger. Yes. Uh, that makes me think. So when I hear fasting, the first thing I think of is going without all food. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you implying that fasting could also mean denying yourself like a certain kind of food or? Yeah. Well, I mean, so there, there are different kinds of fasts, right? So, I mean, the, the traditional thing would be what's called a regular fast, which is you abstain from all food uh, except for water uh, for an extended amount of time. Um, but there's different kinds. So, like you referenced earlier, how um, when you were younger, you did the Daniel fast, yeah. right? And Daniel fast is not a full food thing. It has to do with eating uh, a particular type of food. In Daniel's case, it was vegetables. Um, but, you know, maybe you abstain from certain kinds of food for a period of time. Yeah, it was, uh, was it 10 days or 13 days? Um, but we, there was no sugar. Yeah. No, it was, I don't I think we could have fruit. I think it was fruits and vegetables, basically. Uh, some beans. Okay. Was there? There was no meat. I think. Well, yeah, that, that would be in line with Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was well, hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It always is, right? I got to tell you this though. Go. Um, so when I did that fast, the it was such a complete. My body was like, "What are you doing mm. to me?" Uh, after the first day I went to bed at 6 PM, mm-hmm. I was so tired and hungry. I slept for 12 straight hours. Like after you were done the fast or during it? The day one. Okay. Day one I was fasting and, um, I was like, like my body just like shut down years later. I will find out that I was a type one diabetic. Ooh. So it, it made sense to me later. I was 24 when I did the fast and I'm 32 now and I got diagnosed last year. And so, uh, I didn't know this, but I was really messing with my body at that time. Hmm. Um, so, uh, if you're diabetic, I should say, or you have any kind of health condition, you might need to alter what your plans are for fasting. (laughs) Yeah. And and, and or probably, I mean, you should talk to a doctor before you do any of it. Right. I mean, like, and and, th- and that's the other thing too, man, because there, there are types of fasts that I would just say to anybody, like, talk to a physician. Um, so, for instance, like, one of them would be what's called an absolute fast, um, where you don't eat or drink anything for a period of time. Like, this was actually... How long? Uh, it, it depends. Um, hopefully not long. Uh, I'm thinking there's an instance, this is in Acts 9, um, after Saul converts into Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's, that's a weird way to say that, but, you know, that's his conversion. <laughs> Um, where it says that he ate and drank nothing for three days. Um, and actually, the heart behind that, though, is one of repentance. It's sort of a heartbrokenness, like, God, I have dropped the ball so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just in deep, deep grief over my sin. Um, but that would be an absolute fast. And I would say, like, look, man, don't do that without talking to a doctor um, in the same way. Uh, you know, another one. And then there's the other sort of category for looking biblically with it would be supernatural fasts. Um, 
I'm thinking there's a story. It's in uh, Moses makes this 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 mention in Deuteronomy uh, nine, where basically for forty days he has no food or water. Um, which again, you, you think back to the Jesus thing in Luke. Um, that's sort of being a foreshadowing of Christ. Um, I wouldn't tell anybody to do a forty <laughs> days no food or no water. Um, other yeah. than hey, that's cool for scripture. Um, I would need the heavens to open, and that to be a clear word from God. Um, yeah, and you call that a supernatural fast? Yeah, because you shouldn't survive it. Yeah, it could only be God. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that's one of those things where like you just really, really need to talk to somebody before you do that. Because the other, you know, the other part of it with it, um, I've learned sometimes it's good to know why you're fasting before you do it. Hmm. Um, so, for instance, like our 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 church, we have, we have a practice where we do 21 days of prayer and sometimes 21 days of fasting. Um, coupled with that, and sometimes I'll you know I'll talk with folks and they'll be like, yeah, you know what? I think for these 21 days, I'm going to fast from sugar because I want to lose weight. And it's like, well, I- I'm glad that you want to lose weight, but let's not make that the entire reason that you're fa- fasting. Like, don't use your fasting as an excuse to do a, a healthy <laughs> habit that you're that you already kind of need to do. Um, and I'm, I think, listen, I think I think anybody going for it with God is good, but it's one of those things where like just just know why you're doing it. Would you consider so when you say that that makes me think of uh, a lot of people during the season of Lent mm-hmm. they'll a lot of people their practice is I want to give up something I love for forty the forty days of Lent like yeah. is that is that kind of the same thing or is that different altogether I, I'm not sure I understand your question like what's the heart behind it oh well uh, when I was growing up people would say. Um. Yeah, for Lent, I'm gonna give up chocolate for 40 days. Yeah, leading up to Easter. Yeah, and um, that to me sounds like fasting. Well, it would be for yeah. sure. I mean, but Lent's also deeply associated with different kinds of fasting, right? Okay. I mean, yeah. So yeah, I mean, and, the, and listen, I'm, I'm not knocking it. So let's say, hey, man, let's say you really, really love chocolate. Okay, I mean, it's, it's by the way, it's so weird. Like <laughs> the fasting episode, why is it all of a sudden food just it's extra jarred in our memories? And we're not even fasting right now. At least, I, like, but like suddenly I'm like salivating as I'm talking to you, like <laughs> just thinking about thinking about chocolate, man, like a good Hershey bar. Because my standards, they're not that high for chocolate. If it's chocolate, I'll probably eat it. Um, but if if it holds that like place in your heart and in your life, yeah, man. Stay away from it for 40 days. Or, you know, a popular one right now is fasting social media. Um, mm. Like, And I would say, listen, you know, without the ins or outs of, of the ethics of should somebody be on social media or not, I know people have different thoughts on that. But um, if, you're, if you're somebody who you're compulsively like, you know what, every time I'm alone and it's quiet, I'm checking social media or I check social media for validation or man, even the TV's on or I'm doing something with somebody else and I got to open it up and see what's happening on Instagram or, or, or whatever. Man, a social media fast might be good because, mm. because the other part of it is, you know, in conjunction with this idea of, Hey, we're con- confessing dependence on God. He's what we need greater than anything. I mean, if that's true of food, okay. And food is absolutely essential for life. Yeah. Why, why, why couldn't you apply it there in that space? Um, mm. it would be good to put God before that. Yeah. That makes me think about, um, I'm an amateur songwriter and there's a song I've never, I haven't written the whole song yet, but there's a lyric that I have absolutely, I've wanted to be something someday. Hmm. And it's, uh, I, I work in radio and so we, we play songs, we play Christian, Christian right, music. Right. And, uh, the lyric is a kind of the opposite of Christian radio. Sometimes I drive with the radio off. 
because mm. in the silence is where you like to talk mm. and it's like i you know christian radio is a great way to connect with god absolutely but sometimes i need to shut the noise out yeah. i need to fast from something that's coming between me and god yeah and so you just reminded me of I'm like oh, i gotta finish that song <laughs> well no but you know like this i mean that's a whole other spiritual discipline thing though but think about like i mean silence is so good for the soul like because when we sit in silence and this is the part of it that maybe i think why so many of us don't um when we sit in silence what's actually in us comes out mm. like most of us we're go 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 in mentality right so listen, I'm, I'm to this thing i'm to that thing you know, i'm gonna i'm gonna pick up my kids from school or now that they're in the car now we're gonna go and we're gonna i gotta get them dinner or i've got them dinner now i gotta get them to their activity i've got to right, we get them i'm gonna get them to bed all right now i've got them in bed now i'm gonna maybe i don't know do some i'm gonna clean my living room or something before i go to bed all right now i've done that okay oh you know shoot i'm a christian let me read my bible really quick okay now i'm gonna go to bed and, and you lay, lay in bed and just when you want to fall asleep about a million things come rushing to your head mm -hmm. um and you just can't sleep and the reason is, is because silence shows what, what like we, we can push the worries of our soul to the side all day long, but they're going to catch up with us. And so the silence is the space where what's actually happening in us, I think, uh, is brought to our attention. Mm -hmm. it's, why, it's why I think it's so uh, incredibly important to have a, an ongoing regular time uh, of prayer with the Lord where you, if nothing else, can just sit there with him and bring that stuff forward. And you know, the Bible talks about this idea and says, cast all your cares on him, right? Um, many of us, I think, we're so immersed in our go, go, go that we don't even know what our cares are. Mm. I was going to make a joke and then you just landed <laughs> on such like a heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Well, thanks for listening. That everybody. was yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was about to make a joke about fasting before getting blood work done. Okay. <laughs> well, do tell, please. <laughs> Well, that was it. it was okay. Like, all right. And so, like, what does the Bible say about fasting before blood work? Dude, actually, you know what's interesting? Um, one of the first things that I did in, in prepping and researching for this episode was I just Googled, what is the history of fasting? Um, yeah. Which I'm not saying that that's the best way to get research started, <laughs> but but it's going to make me start to think about stuff I wouldn't normally. And uh, what came up every single time was, um, first of all, it, not the the history of fasting, like in terms of spirituality, where they come from in religion, where they come from in Christianity. Yeah. The very first thing that would come up, and I think it's like the top five articles, was uh, a Greek uh, physician who lived, I want to say, uh, around 500 uh, AD, something like that, um, at using fasting as a medical uh, a medical uh, treatment. Hmm. Um, and it was interesting to me that like that that was what the internet's uh, first sources of that were was hey let's not even think about the spiritual component let's just think about why do doctors do this like, isn't that interesting that's very interesting yeah because yeah, I, I I would never I would never even conceive of that being a priority question but it, you know for a lot of the world it, it was hmm we we did the the whole thirty diet years ago and uh, the thirty diet whole thirty whole thirty. Yeah, and you basically you remove a ton of stuff from your diet. Okay, um, and you you do without it for thirty days. That you could use the word detox if you want. Like mm -hmm. remove that from your body, and then when you jump back on, you're not intended to do this forever. And you slowly introduce foods back into your diet piece by piece, mm -hmm. and you start to find out what their effect, actual effects are on your body. 
Oh, wow. And so what I discovered at that time was not that I was diabetic. I wish that would have been great. But um, that dairy was responsible for my afternoon crash. Really? So like huh. I, after, you know, 30 days of doing this, my, my body leveled out. And then when I started having like ice cream or like cheese, um, I was starting to have, I was like, oh, I feel terrible this afternoon. Hmm. And so anyway, it was just interesting by removing foods. So there is, there is a medical. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, yeah, yeah. So I'm at, I'm at the age now where. Uh, my doctor is beginning to explain to me how everything that I enjoy eating is bad for me. <laughs> so, so he put me on this, uh, this diet, uh, that I'm also terrible at following. I'm, I'm Mark, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> like, like I'm, 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 I'm easing my toes into the pool. Um, the Chick-fil-A that we have for lunch would say otherwise, but it's, it's, it's not, it's not even an exception. Okay. Now that I say it, like I'm really terrible at this diet, but the diet is like, Hey, no fried food, no, uh, no chocolate, no, no soda, no, uh, yeah, you broke all the rules. Bro, re, no, no red meat. Like, like, you know how bad I am at this diet. Okay. Like, so part of it is like really limit your red meat. You know what I had for lunch yesterday? This, I'm not even making this up. I had a cheeseburger with two pieces of pot roast on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm, so when we start this bacon charity, yeah. I'll, get, I'll get all the bacon. Yeah, take it from my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, uh, this might be unrelated. I genuinely know nothing about, uh, I've just seen a whole bunch of people talk about intermittent fasting. Okay. Is that a biblical thing or is that just something that people do? Define intermittent. That's, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Well, no, I know for some people with the, oh man, um, I've only ever heard of that within the the space of better health stuff, okay, um, or diet. So, biblically speaking, I'm not aware of anywhere in the scriptures that would would address that because when fasting comes up in the scriptures, every place I'm 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 aware of it, it's a spiritual thing, okay. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I don't know that they they would uh, address that. So that's cool that you are drawing a blank as well. So <laughs> I guess when I, whenever I see it, I assume somebody's doing something spiritual with uh, intermittent fasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe they are. But then again, I would hear it from people who I don't think are Christians. Mm. Um, and uh, so I guess it's a health thing then. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the big thing to realize, like when we're asking this question of why do Christians fast, it's because the long and short of it is. It's for connection with God in some way, like a, a realization of something. Mm. Um, a, oh, you know, a big part of it we didn't even talk about. Uh, a big part of it is also listening, um, because when when we fast, something that that happens is we slow down. Like I'm thinking about um, there's like there's this passage uh, in Acts. If you can believe this or not, um, the whole ministry of Paul, like when he starts and uh, goes out with Barnabas, and they begin to do missionary journeys to reach the the Gentile world. Um, it starts in Acts 13, um, where they're, I believe, in Antioch. Um, and it says in Acts 13, too, it says, like, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, hmm. the Lord said, set apart for me, or the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me, uh, Barnabas and Saul for the work that I have for them. Um, and so, how did that happen? Well, they were posturing their hearts in a place to listen for the voice, the leading of the Holy Spirit. Um, and that's something that fasting can do, where it just, somehow it, it in that in that stillness and that slowing down in that self-denial it just changes the posture of our heart 
Mm-hmm. Something I've, I've learned um, when I fast, and this is, I don't know, I, I, I have no like formula for this, and so take it with a grain of salt. It's not Bible. It's just this has been my experience. Sure. I've learned like when I fast, there are all kinds of things that are in my heart or character that oftentimes are not good that for whatever reason, the first time I spot it is while I'm fasting. Huh. Um, and, and, you know, maybe that might be, hey, it's revelation of the Holy Spirit. It might be other people have said to me, I'm just a, I'm just a thick skull sometimes and I'm not listening. <laughs> but for whatever reason, when I'm in that space, it, it just it's like a, a light shines on something um, in a way that um, is very, very unique. And again, that, that's not like a, I'm not promising anybody anything. I'm not saying so. So when you fast, you want the answers for why you're screwed up. Like I'm not saying that, but like what <laughs> – but but what I am saying is like there's just something about that posture of humbling yourself before God yeah. and listening. It it does wonders for the soul. What I'm hearing is you're removing some fog. You're removing the, yeah. the gunk that is keeping you from seeing clearly. Yeah. Uh, and so you're you're taking things that maybe you enjoy, and you are just kind of pulling them out of the equation, saying I. I'm going to put that off to the side because God, I want to focus on you. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, as far as, as fasting goes in the scriptures, I can think of only one time where somebody fasts and they fast something that wasn't good for them. Like I'm thinking specifically of Daniel uh, one and 10 with the Daniel fast, where the reason they're fasting is they don't, they don't want to partake in the food of Babylon. They don't want to be like the Babylonians. Okay. Because to do so would violate um, the, the kosher dietary restrictions that are on them as, as uh, Jewish men. Um, but beyond that, I mean, listen, food is good. Like there's, there's, a, there's, there's a reason that God, when he makes the earth and he makes the, the vegetation, he makes the animals, like, like creation, like what he's done for us and provided for us in it, it's awesome to eat. He, that's why he, he created us to need food. Like, I mean, have you, I don't ever thought about like the idea of how many receptors there have to be for you to taste stuff and what that's doing in your brain. To, like, I mean, the fact that like we get to not just eat to be sustained, but actually enjoy it. Yeah. Um, that's like, there's nothing wrong with food. Well, now there is something wrong with food if food becomes like a, a means of stress relief or if, if food becomes like a gluttonous thing, for sure. Um, but inherently in what it is, no, there's nothing wrong with that. And so in fasting, we might put aside good things, but we're putting them aside for the better thing. And that's, and that's a, a closer walk with the Lord in terms of our awareness of him, um, uh, uh, an examining of our heart to see who we actually are. Um, a cry out in repentance because repentance is a good thing or a, a cry out in need Lord would you please show up um, I'm confessing my need of you here I can do nothing without you mm. um, those are good things mm. well I love all this Bert and uh, that's just it shines a light on something that's kind of weird and cultural and confusing mm-hmm. uh, it's not just Christians that fast but something that Christians do that is kind of just it's strange it's different (laughs) yeah (laughs) so thanks for spelling all that out for us today Uh, would you maybe for the person who's listening who is considering fasting now that they've learned a bit more about it yeah uh, would you pray for us as we close out this episode oh man i'd absolutely love to let's let's pray father i thank you uh for mark i thank you for this time together and lord i thank you for my friend uh, my brother or my sister who's listening to this podcast, Lord, um, first of all, we, we celebrate because um, we can't want you unless you want us. 
There's no such thing as accidental salvation. None of us worm our way into a heart for you. You found us um, and you draw us in constantly. And I thank you for that, that we can enjoy you. And I say this because if there's if there's a desire in our hearts to experience you more, to hunger for you, to to love you, that's because you first loved us. So Lord, I thank you for even the desire to fast. Um, I, I pray for uh, those who are considering it. I pray for the ones who, maybe they're wired like me, and they're like, ah, it's that thing I should do, but I really, really don't want to. Lord, in, your, in the right conviction, maybe this is the time where they where they, they should fast. Would you make that plain to them? Would you make a way for them to do that? Um, I, I pray that uh, the fasting, huh, I, I pray that their time of fasting is not focused on purely the denial, but also the gain that um, they would uh, thrive as a result of, of choosing, hey, you know what? The Lord is more important than this. Um, I, I, w- I want to uh, place him as a priority and put something aside uh, for him. And I pray that um, <laughs> I pray that as they do that, that the, the temptation to eat would be just the right amount um, so that they feel it, uh, mm-hmm. but at the same time that, that they don't give into it. Um, so that, yeah, they, they would enjoy you more through the spiritual practice. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.